guys. I'm Jerry. I'm Sierra. We're ladies. And we tangent. Do my space sounds stupid from this angle? Cute. I'm just waiting for they're falling out. My extensions to out me and embarrass me. Well, welcome to my buns, because they're coming out. No, and but I'm they're not... cute, but they are your hair. You're not going to see, like, listen, if you have extensions, oh. I will clock it. Yeah. I'll clock it, and I will stare at your weft. Your your weft line? Yeah. What's that called? No, it's just the, what the fuck is that? Track? Yes. Yeah. I will stare at it. Yeah. Forever. And, like, I know. I knew you were messing with your hair a lot when we went out to eat, and I was like, girl, you're good. You can't see anything. You're fine. Don't even worry about listen. it. My the red that I got mm-hmm. is so very different than my actual red hair. It actually blends very well. Too. I I I blew them dry together and brushed <laughs> them with my Dyson to give so myself a blowout. <laughs> so good, yeah, looks good. Thanks. Anyway, anyways, what's, what's up, everyone? everyone? Hello. I'm so sorry. I have to get this off your forehead. Oh my god, there's something on my forehead. <laughs> embarrassing <laughs> it's just ash wednesday stuff oh okay that's fine <laughs> i'm a little early it's <laughs> <laughs> never too soon to celebrate <laughs> um anyways what the fuck's been up what the fuck has been up um well i think we should talk about i got hair what i got hair i got hair Oh, down to there. Got hair oh, and I got hair. <laughs> Not where I was going. Oh, but I like it. Can down I there? T- well, sure, today. Okay. But also, <laughs> I, so you guys know that I, I like to cut my own hair. Yeah, we've known. We've been new. Having extensions. You just keep cutting them. Is the fucking best. Yeah, you're just fucking up your extensions. Oh, my God. <laughs> I cut them to blend. Yeah, yeah, I get it. But I was sitting in front of the mirror yesterday, just like Edward Scissor handing the out of my head. Oh, it was so therapeutic. Almost just like I don't know. There was a there was came. No, there was something in my throat whenever I come. No, whenever I whenever I went. Oh, I thought I was. You know what I mean? I do. You're gonna be like, no, it was like, no, it's like dry. It's just like dryness. I thought was gonna come up. Um. Anyway, it was really therapeutic to cut my extensions. Good. You need you need an outlet that's not your own hair. Sometimes I feel well. I mean, I took the extensions out and I was like, methinks I also cut my hair. (laughs) So I also gave myself kind of like some additional layers, but. But what I cut off, like I could, cu- I could tell what was mine and what wasn't mine because of the difference in because reds. Because it is, yeah, it's definitely different reds. Yeah, I'm much blonder. Mm-hmm. Anyway, what were we going to talk about? Snowmen. Starbucks. Oh, I know if you wanted to yes. Get head that off. Oh yeah, I forgot. We can pause this and Jerry right now. Where you cut it? <laughs> you know. Yeah, uh, Starbucks. Yeah. So we wanted to thank everybody who took a a moment to let us know that there's some controversy and some boycotting happening, um, not only with Starbucks, but also with Disney, McDonald's, Pepsi, Twix. I looked at, I looked up. I mean, of course, there's going to be some, yeah, that's the thing with big corporations. Welcome to capitalism. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, But I said this to Sierra because one, 
truly the only reason I told that story in the first place was because I needed someone to know it that was, this man got hit by a truck. <laughs> it was really so much less about the coffee and yeah. more about the way that this man dresses up for us. <laughs> like, that's what we were really... And gets hit by automobiles. But oh, I... I as much as our job is online, I'm I am not no online. I would say that we're often. on. I'm online less because our job is so online now. Because I'm on there for work, and then when that's I, I like don't do a lot right. of scrolling or anything. People are like, I can't see how people wouldn't know, and it's like, well, because <laughs> if you're not on certain platforms and the algorithm frequently is yeah. algorithming that way. How and I'll would tell you, you know? I'll tell you what I have been on and why I haven't been on social media that often. But but what I did say to Sierra was I am so fucking thankful for our audience and the relationship that we've created because the first and and many of the comments that we received that were talking about Starbucks, which I feel like even addressing it now feels like making it a bigger deal. But the, the point that I wanted to highlight was that someone said as soon as they started talking about it. I thought, oh, oh no, no, they, they don't, don't know. know. And I don't think you guys understand how big of a deal that is to know that we have established ourselves as people who do care. And if we do misstep, misspeak, or highlight something that we just don't doesn't know, align with us. Ignorance a little bit. Right. That people's first thought was they must not know because mm-hmm. that's not who they would be. Mm-hmm. And like... I know it's not that deep, really, but like to me, it is incredibly deep for yeah. someone to see me and say I'm thinking not the immediately best. think the worst. Yeah, I cannot tell you. My therapist is going to scream. <laughs> I almost, I almost said the other one. Come. I was like, I can't, I can't make my therapist come. I've tried. <laughs> No, my therapist That's will be scorning. So inappropriate. I'm, she's probably going to drop me as a client. I'm now. so sorry. I'm so sorry, therapist. Yeah, but whomever you are, I don't know, Doctor Patient Confidentiality. That's true. <laughs> you can't tell people that's who you are. Um, <laughs> I'm the therapist. I've never tried to make you come, and you won't. <laughs> I won't do it. <laughs> I shan't. I can't. I won't. I can't. Um. So, anyways. Yeah, I just it means a lot to know that people take a second and and when they're viewing us, they do so through um, a really, I believe, accurate and positive lens. And that just means the world to me. So thank you guys for letting us know and also um, for for seeing us. I also Googled it then because I'm like, what what's what's the going on? Yeah. And like. What I found, and from what people were saying, is that um, Starbucks sued somebody who was pro-Palestinian. Obviously, look that up because there are words that I'm missing that matter in that sentence. Um, and but then on the f- and was also sending funds mm-hmm. to fund um, the Israeli force or whatever military. Yeah. Um, and so that makes sense. But then I also saw that someone was like, people are boycotting it because they, ha- they came out as pro-Palestinian. And I'm like, those are I, complete fucking mixed well, I messages. I was going to say that to you where I was like, I don't know. That's why I'm saying when the algorithm is algorithming, uh, you, I just feel like 
There's a lot of mixed messages happening. Yeah. Because so, I saw also both of those things and I got messages about both of those yeah, things. Yeah. And so I, I was like, we're not, we're not weighing in on how we feel about it. Like, was, tr- we, we've just been making confused. our own coffee, honestly, because we're confused. For, well, I, I've been making my own coffee for about six months making now. Making my way to coffee. <laughs> because I like a specific kind of coffee and this silk almond creamer. This cookie, Vanilla. this cookie stuff. Oh, this shit is fucking delicious. And so <laughs> it, even when you were saying that, I was like, I have to tell you, I literally don't even drink coffee from places that aren't my own kitchen that often, mm-hmm. like at all anymore, <laughs> so truly. But I just thought it was bizarre with coffee. the mixed messages. And also, I have complicated feelings about it because as much as I don't want to support a corporation who's making decisions that I don't believe align with my own morality. The workers. The workers. Mm-hmm. There are also people who are there. Because I know the people that work at our Starbucks. And our like, friend, uh, we have friends there. There were times that people were being laid off because mm-hmm. of, or like their shifts were getting cut or people were just like, my, they were cutting my hours. And so I had to quit and I had to go work somewhere else. So like, it's, it's so fucking nuanced and complicated because you want to stick it to the man, but yeah. then there's so many middlemen that you like don't want to stick it to. Actually, because the man, let's be real, is he really He's getting us all? Well, yeah, and is he going to get the brunt of it, or is it going to be the workers that yeah. are going to take the fucking? I don't know. It's sad. It's sad. It is sad. And I hope that then the the man would be like, oh, fuck my workers. Well, I don't want him think- to fuck his workers. <laughs> I want him to be like, oh, I, I care about my people. But Do that's you think also, he does? I know. I, don't I think know. So. I would also hope that elected officials care about people. But here the fuck we are. Capitalism anyway. And uh, we you went know. to LA and I cried in an elevator, guys. Okay, I- everyone, we'll talk to you about LA since we're let's get weird off of pivot, that. Probably an inappropriate <laughs> one, but um, it seems necessary at this point because you get it. You you get you it. You don't want us. We get so many one star views that are like they feel like what do they call us? I don't know. Stupid. Well, yeah, but not funny. <laughs> also, that there's like a bitches. <laughs> Is there like a God complex or something? In the oh, yeah. Superior, compl- superiority um, complex. That's it. That's it. Superior. So I'm not trying to fucking preach at people. I'll just tell you about LA and how we got made fun of. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my God. I forgot about us oh, getting made oh, fun well, of. Well, I haven't stopped thinking about it. <laughs> oh, I, I really, I really hope this isn't true. I hope it's not true because. Uh, there is a reason why I brought it up. It would make me very sad if it was true. And I, I think you guys also know that Sierra and I are different. Um, there were so many times where we'd go out to a restaurant together and someone would be looking in our table's general direction and Sierra would be like, what the fuck are they looking at? Something <laughs> on my face. Does my hair look stupid? Look Is my outfit stupid? And then I would be <laughs> like, oh, I think they probably like my coat. They think yeah. maybe that we are pretty or maybe they played <laughs> basketball against me and they recognize us from something wrong. Very different. And so the reason I bring that up is because in LA, I tried very hard in the moment where Sierra's like, "This is my fucking nightmare." To be like, maybe, maybe they're not laughing at us, they but were. I can't, I can't <laughs> not figure out what else they would have been doing. So. so here's the deal: we went to LA, everybody. If you mm-hmm. haven't heard, we went to LA for Patreon's Creator Fest, which yes. honestly was fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. I loved it. I had a really good time. Um, it was just a lot of creative people, a lot of um, aspiring creators. Yeah, and just so much 
like enthusiasm, I guess is mm-hmm. the word. We got to listen to the CEO talk about how he created Patreon. And if yep. you if you're a very much like me where it's like stick it to the man, I do like to hear from people who felt like that and then we're like, and well, then actually <laughs> I'm going to do that and create a company where that happens. So if yes. you haven't heard about I, I'm just kind of going off on Patreon yeah. for a minute, but we are we have a platform there. So like if you haven't heard of his story, I encourage you to go um, listen to it, I guess. Yeah. If there's a spot where he talks about it, maybe on I'm sure maybe somewhere. Yeah. So anyways, Jack, Jack Conti, Jack. if you're in the audience right now, stand up. Please. Go ahead and stand up, Jack. <laughs> Let the people know where you're at. <laughs> but essentially, he was a YouTube, he was a musician first. Yes. Put his stuff on YouTube because there was, uh, that was back in like early 2000s yep. where people weren't really showing how the creative process was happening he started posting music with him and his wife on youtube mm-hmm. shit started blowing up <clears throat> so they started selling shows out and doing all of these things and then a, it came to a point where schmooshmoob mm-hmm. <laughs> was not paying them adequately you are getting millions of views and you're making a thousand dollars off of yes millions of views mm-hmm. that's crazy and the video specifically cost thousands of dollars to make and so much time Mm -hmm. and like a lot about creation is not just about the money part of it but feeling valued yes in In what what you do what you're creating Mm -hmm. what you're giving to people which is essentially entertainment and like happiness serotonin in a way yeah so anyways then he was like this is not for creators, this is for business people, and I want to create something that's more for creators. Right. And so that's what he did. Because he's like, I understand why Facebook, TikTok, Instagram has created different things to continue to build their businesses mm-hmm. and make the people with money happy, which is the advertisers. And he's like, but the creator and is their suffering. connection with their Community. audience yeah. is suffering. Yeah. So that's what he set out to do i feel like that's what he did anyway so there was a big moment of that it was just like a little bit of like i felt this feeling inside of me that <laughs> she kept saying i think i'm gonna give birth birth to an birth idea to something like yeah. i felt pregnant <laughs> yeah. with uh, with creativeness <laughs> yeah and so creativity yeah. that's it <laughs> fucking word certainly not vocabulary though <laughs> no not vocabulary in this <laughs> so anyways vocabulosity that, <laughs> that part of it was fucking great okay i was starting to feel really good however then jerry was like oh my god there's a fucking photo booth over mm-hmm. here you should come be a part of this and i was when like i tell you we are in in a place where creating is the purpose and everyone's got their phones out there were some people who had like camera crews following them around mm-hmm. like with shirts that said like producer director cameraman content was happening baby and it was no one was batting an eye at it but no. i still could not bring my phone out of my pocket i yeah. could not take a picture people I were like want- we didn't see shit from your trip to LA and I was like because I felt so fucking like stupid weird yeah to be like documenting things when literally that's what everyone was there to do. I know I I just we gotta we gotta figure out how to do that no, we'll better get better because we'll get better. if anything I'm so used to being like la 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 you don't see me don't see me look at me uh but you so did. yes so Jerry was I like said, hey there's a photo booth Everyone is over there taking pictures. A professional photo that we're going to have. the pictures were all coming out incredibly. We're going to have actual content for us to post and we don't have to worry. It it would look normal for us to get in front of this camera instead of us trying to pose in front of our phones. Sure. 
So I was like, let me drink a beer or two. And I will do that with you because there is a group of people surrounding it. Mm -hmm. And one of them was somebody that you knew who had a YouTube channel that you were like. She is someone who I clocked from across the way. And Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, my gosh, I watch all of her videos. Mm -hmm. I think she's wonderful. I think Mm -hmm. what she does is so important. And she's so cool. And but I didn't want to like spook her. Yeah. So you didn't say anything. So I didn't say anything. You just saw. But she was standing over by the photo booth then when we went to have our photo taken. So I was like, certainly not. I'll tell you right now, I don't want to do that. Not when those people are standing there and you're like, just fucking let's go. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Look at all these people doing it. And they were doing great. And honestly, I was like, they're kind of, they look like me. <laughs> yeah. I could get up there too and do it. So we do. And immediately, <laughs> I tell the person, I'm like, hey, I am not photogenic. She's like, everybody's photogenic. You're going to have to like, tell me what to do. Well, you do. You've never met me before, ma'am. So just mm-hmm. kind of pose me the way that you want to. But can we do like a couple that we want because they're similar to our early. We have a podcast. Uh, blah, blah. Yeah, we explained, we explained our, our pose. Then all of a sudden, she, the guy who's standing there with like the editing equipment. Uh-huh. Next to you, by the way, they're, as soon as the pictures are being taken, they're being like blasted Displayed out. on a screen. On a big screen. To everyone else. We don't get to see them. No, but to everyone Everyone else. else gets to see them. So the guy was like, hey, did you change the settings? Because these pictures look a little different. And then immediately everyone looks over at the pictures and starts laughing. <laughs> Sierra looks at me and she goes, this is my nightmare. This, this is, is my, my nightmare. nightmare. This is my nightmare. <laughs> Let me go home and fucking die. And I was like, they're not laughing at us, surely. Weren't they? But there's nothing else behind us. And they are looking directly at that at screen. Us. And I'm like, well, maybe maybe the settings were like so crazy that it made like it look funky. But like, no, from what I saw on the back of the computer, I wouldn't think they were that drastic, especially because the person was like, I didn't change anything. Yeah. So. so we were like, cool. It's just our faces. then. Mm-hmm. OK, amazing. She kept telling us like, all right, now look, cool girl, cool girl stare. And I was I'm like, like oh, I don't know fuck. how to fucking do that. Can you please just let me do the one smile that I know how to do? She was like, look cool. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> It's safe to say we didn't get any photos of us, quote unquote, looking cool. Any photo that she took with bitch. our cool faces, they didn't make the cut. No. <laughs> so <laughs> the editor was like immediately. He's no. like, so you want me to airdrop these to you? There's a whole two. So <laughs> I was like, sure. Everyone else had like 10. Wait, 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 wait. Time out. Oh, yeah. Let's check and see if we have any sponsors. Anyways, the point of that story, yeah. why I wanted to bring that up was because that was my nightmare mm. truly truly oh mm. at a different point in my life that shit would have kept me up at night and a little bit of me was like <laughs> I was really? saying, and a little bit of me is still up every night now. <laughs> no, a little bit of me felt very much like it was high school middle school like oh my god these people are everything to me mm-hmm. and that person specifically was a very popular very big creator mm-hmm. who i think not to me, because I didn't fucking know who she was, to be honest. So you're going to laugh at me? I don't know who the fuck you are. <laughs> but anyways, uh-huh. she's probably popular to some people. But what? It was really disappointing to me. It, well, yeah, it was. So why I wanted to bring that up was, um, I just think that I'm at a point in my life now where it was really nice to, after that, feel a little bit of sadness. Okay, because we did leave. 
shortly after <laughs> that. Shortly after we like, were we like, have to hey, go. I think we need to fucking go. And we walked to the hotel room and I'm feeling sadness and Corey can see it. And he's like, what's up? What's happening, Buttercup? By the way, we went there specifically because, not specifically, I wanted to go for the whole thing. But mm-hmm. Holly and Bridget from Girls Next Door, the Girls Next Door um, on E! But now they have a podcast called Girls Next Level. That was a show that I had watched, uh, first of all, when I was entirely too young to watch it. Like, And I watched it with my mom and my sister. So now I looked at my mom and I was like, why the fuck would what you let me go with you? <laughs> but anyways, I've always been kind of like, not starstruck, but like that was, I knew you. I yeah. felt, you know what I mean? So like they were teaching a podcast masterclass mm-hmm. later on. And I was like, that's kind of why I wanted to go. But we left before that could happen yep. because we were all feeling like shame. <laughs> In some way or another. So much shame. So we get back to the hotel room. Corey's like, what's happening? I should mention that I also wanted to leave because my fucking feet were bleeding into my shoes. Here's a That's true. Everyone. You're going to show them a blister? Yeah. Why would you do that? You can't see it that much. It's just a little scab now. Anyways, (laughs) if you saw that, that's nothing to what it looked like. I... We walked there in these shoes that I've worn so many times and mm-hmm. I thought would not be an issue. And it felt like it was rubbing against my feet, but nothing bad. And then I like looked at it when we got to the venue and mm-hmm. I was like, I am bleeding. <laughs> we had like, one number on for a contact person who was like one of the like senior people for Patreon. They're like, hey, if we don't run into each other organically, here's my number. We're so excited to have you guys out here um, because we were invited. We were. <laughs> but... Um, <laughs> Where's the mother here? <laughs> they invited us just to make fun of us. <laughs> my nightmare! Oh my god, again! <laughs> um, it's like we chose you to be the prom queen because you're so fucking. Stupid. Hey, come be on our podcast so we can tell you you're not a real podcast. <laughs> no, LA no, no, really no. fucks with us. <laughs> I'll tell you. Hey, I'll tell you. Patreon. Were wonderful. Everyone, no, honestly, everyone was wonderful. Except that one fucking person. <laughs> and like they were so. Like we talked to Jack, who was the CEO, the oh, creator of Patreon, and so he was so nice. nice and like so down to earth, fucking cool. And like I knew that he had spoken about us, like to his company. I know that he had shared about us on his platform, but like he, he also like when we introduced ourselves, was excited to meet us in person and congratulated us. So he it was, was like it's all for me. He was not just a for show kind of person. But I agree. Anyway, um. We had one person's number. And so when I got there, I was like, hi, um, we're here. Sierra is bleeding. So if you have any Band-Aids, we would be so, so grateful. And so like, then like four people walk. are on Band-Aid hunts to bring up. And they bring they me did. six. And, which and they're like, enough, this do? By the way, because I had them on both feet and they were both, they were huge at that point. <laughs> Anyways, so when we get back to the hotel room, I'm like, I just need to take my shoes off. And then I sit there and I let my fucking Achilles rest for a mm-hmm. second. And I look at Corey and he's like, you seem sad. And I was like, I think I just didn't want to, like, I was, I think I could do it. Uh-huh. Let's go back. Because I told him about what yeah. was happening. And he was like, fuck those people. Corey's really good at doing that. He's a real fuck those people type mm-hmm. of guy. And I was like, you know what? You fuck those people. <laughs> he was like, who gives a shit about that person? I was like, honestly, fuck them. Yeah. Let's go. And he was like, you want to walk back? And I was like, I do want to walk back. Let me change into something comfy. Because I was trying to be. I don't know what I was trying to be. I was 
when I dressed before, I was thinking of other people. Mm -hmm. And this time I was like, I'm thinking about myself. Mm -hmm. I want to be comfortable. And I fucking did that. And then we walked back. And honestly, we saw that person coming out. Mm -hmm. She was a real bitch to someone else. (laughs) And I was like, wow, it turns out I think that you just suck as a person. (laughs) And in my mind, the reason why I brought that whole thing up was that little Sierra was like, oh, yeah, that's right. Those people are like that because they're fucking miserable people. Mm -hmm. Sorry, there's something wrong. Or honestly, maybe you're not and you're just a mean person, in which case, go fuck yourself. (laughs) I will never see you again and I don't want to see you again. And what honestly did that do to me? I'm so scared. Of you or what, her? No, yeah. Fuck them. I know. <laughs> I know, They'll but in my mind, I'm us. like, maybe she's having a bad day. Maybe she and was. Maybe she but was. you don't get to take your bad days out on other people. Okay, fair. Fair, 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 fair. I don't care. I don't care. And if you weren't laughing at me, that's fine. You should have done a better job at letting me know that. Because we looked straight <laughs> at you and said, are you guys laughing at us? And they continued to laugh. <laughs> I true. said, oh, my God, I hope they're not laughing at us because this is my nightmare trying to make it like a ha ha yeah. hee hee. You guys aren't right. And they continued to laugh and then yeah. talk amongst themselves. Yeah. So I think probably that is, that is a true them. statement. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's all I'm saying. You we can did- give people the benefit of the doubt, but you can also remember that you're a badass bitch all the fucking time <laughs> yeah and i feel that who who gives a shit what those people I know. think i know you do, <laughs> I do. <laughs> let's talk about it no we don't have to but i will I say i will say that there was another creator there that i saw when we first got there and then i was like i really want to say hello to her because um I know of her and I think that what like how she started her platform and, and what she does is like really cool. Okay, and this then part's cool. We did see her being like interviewed on her way out. So um, cute, by the way. I actually gave her a thumbs up and I was very embarrassed about it because I was like, what are you doing? You freaking weirdo. She was said something and then she looked at me and I was like, go girl. <laughs> you go girl. <laughs> um, and so I actually messaged her when we left. Yeah. And she was so sweet. So I read if you're listening because you said you're gonna. Yeah. Welcome. We're happy to have you here. We are. And um, thank you for being awesome. And a lot of that, like I said, yeah, most thank of you the for being very much in who person. You are yes. Online. Yes. Most of the people were. I will say yeah. that. But there were just. There was just a negative experience. And the only reason I wanted to bring that up was because I know we have a lot of listeners who are young, maybe mm-hmm. high school, maybe just out of high school. Or not and even- goddamn, do I remember the fucking way that I felt like those people who had that hold on me were going to like actually make a difference in my life? And by the way, they didn't. Mm. All those people that made me feel like that in high school come up to me now and they're like, Love what you're doing, Sierra. <laughs> I listened to you and I was like, really? You shoved me in a locker one time. <laughs> Can I tell you oh. that I also feel like that is true of people who e- aren't even in high school or freshly out of high school? Because like when I was, well, this is a bad example because I was a teacher in a high school. Yeah, I was like, but I do, but I feel like people yeah. in a workplace can feel this totally, as well. Especially if there's like a, um, like a corporate-y type or of even like, like you have to really yeah you know oh, what I, I mean know. Hey. because like at the school that i was at but any school honestly any school i've ever taught at i was a part of like the cool kids god okay <laughs> and like i know that when we walked down the hall as like a click mm-hmm. and like there was certain rooms that like people knew we were going to be in and like other teachers assumed that we were going to be together like it was 
it was almost to a point where I'm like embarrassed thinking about it now. But after the 2020 election and I realized who they really were mm. um, and and some things were said to me and I was like, eat, no, thank you for that. I don't love that. Uh, I watched the group then walk down the hall <gasps> without you, without me Whoa. and like meet in rooms without me. And I was like, whoa, holy shit. Mm-hmm. There is this air of I'm an other. Yes. I'm like, that was bizarre. Yeah, it doesn't. And that good. I was an adult in that moment. And yeah. Yeah, there is yeah. definitely It was that. like slow motion. It doesn't feel good when mm-hmm. you're left out. Mm-hmm. That's what we're here to talk to you about. <laughs> because actually that kind of does a little bit transition. It does. Into what we're talking about. Which is our four-year four anniversary. anniversary. Oh my God, you little, you're changing into a little a little girl boy. A little <laughs> toddler. <laughs> little baby. It? Yeah, it's a little, you're not a child, not a toddler, <laughs> not yet a child. That's definitely not the lyrics of Britney Spears. <laughs> no, I'm doing my own. Four, oh, four, okay. four, four like, score and seven <laughs> years ago. Four always seems like such a weird age for me because I'm like, you're certainly not a toddler anymore. We're warped four. You were warped. <laughs> You're not a toddler. You're way past that. Yeah. You can say all the words. You're probably potty trained, but you're certainly not a child. I wouldn't call you a child. I wouldn't either. call you. I, you're a child. You're not a kid. Yeah. You're not a kid. Yeah. You fucking. <laughs> Where are we at? We're talking about the podcast. <laughs> okay. okay. So anyways, where I wanted to go with that was we have submission. <laughs> We have submissions from you guys to help us celebrate the podcast's fourth birthday. Because we were like, hey, you don't have to talk all the way about us. But like, we do want to know how this is your turn to tell us about your and life, how you connect with us. other or or yeah, or, or other. Or, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Time out. Oh, yeah. Let's check and see if we have any sponsors. Can I um, tell the story about how I cried in the elevator in L.A.? Please. I've been waiting. We have so, so many L.A. stories. So I'm sorry if you want more. I don't know that we have that many. I do. Jerry was asleep while in a room I a was. I was. I was out on the town. <laughs> I was in a funk. And like we we got back from dinner um, after Creator Fest. Probably. Like we went straight to dinner. That's right. Yes, we did. Um, and it was a late dinner. Oh, and so, especially for us, because we were kind of like jet laggy. Yeah. So, like, it was late for LA times, but we're also like on time that is three hours ahead of that. Yep. Or, like, you know. Yep. So, yeah, it was late. So, they're, they're all just vibing, eating, drinking some beers. And I'm sitting there counting down the minutes yeah. until they're done having their beers. And <laughs> everyone, like, had ordered two at some point, And I was like, okay, you can make it. You can make it. And then Shane orders another one. And I'm like, all right, he'll drink that fast because he can tell that I don't want to be here right now. Yep. And then as soon as Shane is finished, Corey orders another one. <laughs> and Sierra goes, Corey! Because <laughs> that, could... that is how she says his name. Oh, Corey! Because I could <laughs> clock that Jerry was ready to go. But... Just Jerry doesn't want to be here anymore. God like, love oh that my man. God. He is so oblivious sometimes to the world. He's like, we're out. We're having yeah. a good time. I'm Shane got another. Because that's what he said. He goes, well, Shane got another one. I, I go, like, but he's almost done. <laughs> Why didn't you order when he did? But I was like, no, it's fine. Corey, is, Corey. he felt so bad. He, I he was bad like, oh, I'm sorry. Yelled. I'm a piece of shit. I'm like, no, you're not. I was like, you're not. You guys don't have to stop having fun because I'm a sad he just sack. didn't clock that you. 
you were ready to go. Yeah, but again, again, you guys didn't have, you shouldn't have had to leave because I was like not in my own body. Yeah. And so anyways, like I'm just going to go back to the hotel. You guys keep doing what you're doing. And Sears so like, do you want me to come with you? And I was like, no, I'd prefer no one see what I'm about to do <laughs> in this like, elevator. Fair enough, say less. So our hotel was next door. It wasn't like I walked no, very far. Not at all. And so I get into the elevator and I immediately start crying. Our floor, we're on the 11th floor, okay? So I think that's so much time for me to just cry. And and then the doors open on fourth floor. <laughs> and the people get on. And I said, what floor? And they go six. And I go, oh, I'm sorry, this is going to 11. <laughs> and they go, okay, can, can we it? stop at six? And I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> that does come after four, huh? <laughs> I felt so fucking stupid. Not only because I was crying, like hiding that, but you're like, oh fuck, shit. I was like, oh, I'm sorry, this taxi's not going there. (laughs) Like, really? Seats taken. Because I think that up is the general direction we were planning to travel. That's where you're going. (laughs) Yeah. So then I just went to my. I sucked in my tears long enough for two floors until they got. I would like use the stairs. Oh my god. I'm on the 11th floor. It makes sense that I'm in the elevator. You were going to go up two? Get out of here. Get out. Let me cry alone. <laughs> you can use the elevator for how many floors. Yeah, like, yeah. well, it doesn't matter. We're I don't We're not going to yell at you about that. Uh, no judgment. I just wanted to be alone. <laughs> I will say, speaking of just like uh, the way that I was in LA versus the first time, I feel like I'm a real chameleon versus like with who. I am such a, I'll do whatever you want to do, babe. Like mm-hmm. a type mm-hmm. of bitch. Like, yep. And I'm not upset about it. It's not like be your own person. Like, no, I'm genuinely happy just yeah, hang, just, like, and just hanging and doing whatever you want to do. As long if as I'm not making decisions, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I'm just here to have fun. Yep. So the fact that Corey was there and Shane sometimes as well, both of them were really re- like they were rallying. And I was like, guys, word. But also, <laughs> OK, I'm here, I guess, if you are. So like there were a couple of times where we had we were out far later than I intended yeah. to. And then at one point, Corey was like, let's go find. He needed something that we could only find at a gas station. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, sure, let's do that. Motor oil. <laughs> Corey. 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 <laughs> Don't ask. <laughs> so as, I'm like, let's walk there. That'll be a fun adventure. Do you know what's not fun is walking around L.A. when you're drunk at midnight. <laughs> yeah, no, downtown do L.A. I'll do that. I, that turned into not an adventure really fucking quick. Yeah. But anyways, we found where we need to go and it was all fine at the end of it. Yeah. So um, I just wanted to spend a lot of time uh-huh. reading uh, Akatar. Oh, speaking of well, the whole series. Speaking of, did I tell you I started a new Sims game? And I have all the Akatar. I I found them in the gallery. And I downloaded their river house. I downloaded their fucking Ferris cottage. And I downloaded all of the Akatar people. Now, I had to move them separately into separate houses because, but now the sisters yes. are all there. And immediately, by the way, <gasps> spoilers for Akatar, please. So bump ahead. There's not, but you by her reaction, you will find some. Immediately, Asriel and Feyre start fucking flirting. And they do it. <gasps> I know. I know. But then Cassian and Nesta decide that they just want to be woohoo buddies. Well, <laughs> which I'm like, fair. Okay. Okay. So they do that thing. But because I have wicked whims, Feyre and 
resond uh-huh. decide that they want to be with who uh-huh. but they're a little bit more involved because well. he really likes her she doesn't like any of them by the way she thinks they're all basic looking which i think is fucking hilarious i'll tell you i'm at a point where i'm like can you be less you <laughs> i know favorite darling i Could know you? <laughs> so but anyway that's where i've been if you're like jerry why don't you why aren't you on the internet why don't you know what's happening with starbucks because that's that's fucking, I, because I'm, I'm reading, reading about fairies having sex. Okay, <laughs> it's true. It'll suck you the fuck in. It, it sure will. So I was listening. Wait, wait. I have to tell you they, because it's the only last part. They woohoo the same time Cassie and Anesta woohoo. They both have babies. They both become pregnant. Farah and Nesta same timesies. So now I have two little Fay babies. <gasps> babies, <Ooh>, babies. <laughs> We're going to grow up together basically as siblings because they live in the same room. They have the same fucking nursery. Interesting. It's so cute. But they keep fucking around with people. So right when Nesta was in labor, Elaine fucked Cassian (gasps) on the bed that Nesta had just given birth in as she's downstairs suckling her baby at her teat while Feyre is in the birth pool giving child. I feel like you're using so many words, but like they're, they're like kind kind of should go near each other, but I feel like some are missing. Anyway, go ahead. And then after that, as right, Asriel was like, Nessa, you're looking pretty fucking hot. What do you think? And she was like, let's do this shit. So I allowed that to happen because I was like, I just caught those two upstairs fucking. But now Nessa's fucking Asriel. Rizond and Feyre are married because, of course, they are. <laughs> so hey, I feel like that, that this whole this whole Sims situ- like you got to start your own swamp. I do, <laughs> I do. It's been crazy. So, anyways, I'm sorry. Anyway, so what I was gonna say is, if you don't have us on Patreon, I just talked about how awesome I think it is. This is not sponsored, but uh, sponsor me. Um, <laughs> I think it's amazing that Kindle and Audible work so well together. And like whenever I'm reading, I can then go in the bath and listen on Audible. So nice. And it knows exactly where I left off. And so I'm in the bath. Uh oh. And I get to a point where Reese is about to lick something and I go, and then. And then I she can't goes and that shit because my kids they fucking know they what were words asleep. Are. Oh, okay, but good. she was uh, she said something about like, and then I thought of my sisters and I go, we're trying to bring them up. <laughs> we're fucking trying to bring them up. <laughs> what are you talking about? This? <laughs> Not right now. <laughs> anyway, I'm just very aware of the fact that I said my kids know what words are, implying <laughs> that yours didn't. I didn't mean that. I just mean that my son would yes. hear Akatar differently than my daughter. Well, okay. <laughs> In the car, I was listening to it, mm-hmm. and something happened where someone pulled their pants down, and yep. Ollie goes, or Forrest goes, what? Him pulling pants down? <laughs> I was like, and now we turn this off. <laughs> this is the point where I realize you can't listen to this. You can't <laughs> listen to this. Also, speaking of don't listen to this, don't listen to this around your kids. Please. Okay, right now, right now, right what now? I'm about to say to you, if your children are around, turn it off, turn this back on later when you're not around them. My fucking kids. Yesterday, <laughs> I'm telling them, "Hey, tomorrow we're going to go see a Christmas tree. We're going to go and take pictures, Christmas pictures, yeah. as a family." And Forrest goes, "Oh, and see Santa!" 
And Ollie goes, Santa isn't real. <laughs> and I go, oh, oh my God. <laughs> and Forrest goes, yes, him is. <laughs> He's just at the North Pole. <laughs> and Ollie goes, He's not real. Ollie, you and can't be that fucking kid. <laughs> I know. He goes, he's not real, and he's not at the North Pole. We had just watched the Santa Claus 2, and Forrest goes, no, because that, because that Santa with the plastic butt is there. <laughs> the toy Santa, of course. And so Ollie goes, Mom, is Santa real or pretend? And I was like, yes. <laughs> he is both real and pretend. <laughs> I start speaking in Akatar riddles. <laughs> figure this out. I go, do you do you understand? And Ollie goes, no. And I said, well, Ollie, not everybody celebrates Christmas. Mm-hmm. So I can't say whether Santa is real as a person or not, but he is very much real as an idea and as a character and as something that families do to celebrate he doesn't give Christmas. Do you understand? No. No. I was like, he didn't get any of that. <laughs> and I said... Well, Ollie, Santa is like a game that we play mm-hmm. and different families have different rules. And so it's not our job to tell other kids about Santa and who Santa is. It could, it's very important to them and it could make them very, very upset and mm-hmm. sad if we're the ones who tell them that. Mm-hmm. And he goes, okay. And I said, do you understand that me and daddy are Santa. And Forrest goes, what? <laughs> and I said, oh, no, dude. I know. And I was like, dad. Crushing yeah. him. And I said, mommy and daddy, we, we are Santa. And he goes, that's our family. Santa's our family. And I was like, Santa is everyone's family. <laughs> So like You're not understanding. Yeah. And but I think Force thought it was really cool. Oh he's good. like fucking sick. My parents are sick. Be careful because I, I did that at school and then everyone in elementary school made fucking fun of me Listen, for so long. I feel like I'm in a really shit position because I have one kid who's gonna tell everyone that his parents are Santa and the other one is gonna be like, Santa's not real. Yeah. Which then by the transitive property means Forrest doesn't have any parents. <laughs> Not good. It's not good. Anyway, I'm figuring that out. We're navigating it. <laughs> We're navigating it. <laughs> We're gonna figure it out. I was like, oh fuck, oh fuck, oh fuck, oh fuck. <laughs> that was in the car. That. In the car. Yeah. Yikes. Santa's not real. I'm like, <laughs> don't say that in preschool. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you're gonna have so many fucking parents. I know. So mad at you. I know. Especially at four year olds. I know. Oh, I'm shit. Tra- I'm fucking trying to navigate this. <laughs> I thought I was like, I'm not gonna tell my kids. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, they have. And a mind here the <laughs> fuck I am being like, sh- you shut up. You, you stop telling the truth. You stop telling the truth. This we keep secrets. And he's like, I thought you said we don't keep secrets. And I was like, well, I did say that. <laughs> other but parents this, are gonna beat mommy up if you don't. This one we have to keep. This is other people, other adult secret that we have to keep. And he's like, you told me I definitely shouldn't keep adult <laughs> secrets. And I was like, oh fuck, you're right. <laughs> ah, yeah. Ah, oh, parenting is fun. <sighs> yeah. Anyway, celebrate. <laughs> So here's some four-year anniversary things. Yeah. Here we go. They're okay, like, fuck you. You told my kids that I'm still here. <laughs> and right. by the way, fuck you. <laughs> the Santa talk is done. This one says, hello, my name is Arlo. They, he, 
Say it loud, say it proud. I picked it myself. I've been listening to you guys since the judges said you were amazing. <gasps> oh, oh, well, isn't that interesting? Maybe you'll see us. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> we're feeling judgy. <laughs> so if you know what we mean. <laughs> <laughs> and I've been here since. You guys have helped me in so many ways and finding community, but this isn't about how you helped me. My best friend, we will call them August, fake name, they, he. Oh, I, I love that name. So do I. I always thought about, uh, you and I both thought about that for boy names, but then you didn't do it and then I could I didn't do it because I really wanted to call him Gus and then I found out my mom had a pervy uncle Gus and she's like, please don't do that. And then Shane was also like, he's going to be born in August. It's going to be weird if his name is August and also his birth month is August. And I was like, that's, that's fair. fair. I feel like it's weirder if they're not. This is August. He's born in June. <laughs> this is June. She's born in May. This is May. She's born in June. <laughs> I feel like that's normal, right? Sure. Now, if I'm like, this is November. He was born in February. That's like, are any of you named November? I actually love that name. Novi. Novi's cute. You that's would name so a kid cute. November and call her Novi? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Don't judge me. Okay. Your kids are fucking down on the kids. I'll say I said that talk was over. I'm sorry. Well, you shouldn't listen still. We say bad words. That's worse. All right, here's the deal. We say come. That's worse. Well, that's so much worse. We've been friends for five years, but a year uh but for a year we didn't speak because they were in an abusive relationship. Aww. We talked a lot and we talked a lot about me with an abuse. Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm trying to figure. We talked a lot, and me with an abusive birth mother could relate to some of the things. It made my whole body hurt to hear the person I love most go through things that I didn't know how to help with. So I thought about what helped me in your guys' trauma bonding episodes, and those batch of them really worked. I sent over screenshots of about four episodes and I told them, hey, give these a listen if you can. They're heavy, but they've helped me a ton. He called me crying that night saying he never knew anyone else felt what he did, that he wasn't alone. They were not crazy and I will forever be grateful. My August means the world to me and I love them dearly and I'm so happy that I could help them by giving them episodes of your podcast because it helped them a ton. Thank you, ladies, for helping people with the power of your episodes, even if they are not Longtime listeners. P.S. Please never stop your pride story episodes. Those ones make me sob and feel so seen. Oh, thank you. So good. Thank Arlo you so and much. August. Yeah. Amazing. Love you both yes. so much. I want to write a whole like folk album about you. <laughs> you, right? That's special. Those are really good names. Thank you. It's it's crazy like to hear what episodes. Did what for people? Yeah. yeah. And like what episodes people share to say like this one this for one. you. Yeah. I just really. Like won't. medicinal. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> I kept cutting you off. And so I paused. To I wait was just going to gonna say, gonna I something. just, yeah, sometimes I really like, it's funny when you go back and think about you and I in those moments of the fact that I was like, I think we should talk about this. Just like it was such an on the fly thought. And I even remember. The trauma bonding episode being like, I cannot fit all this in one. We might have to do this in two. And I'm sorry. And you being like, okay, well, yeah, we could do that. And both of us were kind of like, I don't know if people listen to this two in a row. Mm -hmm. And then it 
that was like one that I see being yep. brought up so frequently that resonated with so many people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's just really good. I like Special. It. Yeah. Makes us feel like we're not just poo poo pee pee people. I know. And as much as I love being a poo poo pee 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 people, a pee poo, if you will. I also like. I am. And I'm Cassian. I'm Amarin. I do identify with Amarin. You do identify. Yeah. I identify with that beast at the bottom of the library. Like, just give me a window and a friend. Yeah, fuck something up until I get it. Okay, all right. This is a message, a voice message from Leanne. Oh, congratulations to us. Oh, 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 sorry. I'm starting it over. At first, I was like, is this just. Is this thing on? I was like, is this Faith Hill? Because a. a, a in the beginning, it was like, desperate. That's what I thought it was saying. <laughs> anyway. What's up, everyone? Hello. I am walking on my lunch break recording this, so apologies if you hear any road noise. That's an accent. Um, And my breathing, because I'm out of shape. But anyway, my name is Leanne. She, her pronouns. Um, also unrelated, while I was walking, I just passed this guy that was like holding... A kitten, and it was so cute. Anyway. So, happy anniversary, guys. Like, what the hell? That's so amazing. I'm so proud of you. I feel like like a proud little accent. sister moment. Um, I found you guys during the pandemic on TikTok, of course. And instantly, I was like, yes. I'm not a podcast person usually, but I was like, heck yeah. These two, they're my friends. <laughs> um... I just relate so much to you guys in so many different aspects, and I really appreciate your vulnerability on the podcast. Like, you guys have helped me through so much. I'm such a different person, and I don't want to be like, oh, yeah, it's all because of you, you know? Um, But, like, honestly, you... It just felt less lonely to hear people hear people's lives that have had similar trajectories as mine similar traumas and hear that it's okay to cut people out it's okay to not be okay it's like you hear all of this but like to see it happening it just really helped me find strength to do what I needed to do to be who I am today Um, to find love amidst chaos to 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 really be myself to know myself more and and I'm finally in a place <laughs> I'm gonna get emotional I'm finally in a place where I can feel like I can be soft I have spent so much time fighting for myself in my life fighting for my peace fighting for my happiness and I am finally getting to the place where I feel like I don't have to fight so goddamn hard anymore. <laughs> Hit by a bus. Having <laughs> that emotional moment. Um, but I've, I've just, there's been so much time in my life that I've spent fighting, and it feels really good to just be surrounded by people now that 
care for me and love me and and don't make me have to fight anymore and um you you guys really helped me through all of that so thank you so much sorry this is so long and happy anniversary i love you bye Okay, that was really beautiful. That was I said Jerry through that because she was crying and I was just like, bitch. (laughs) But truly, if I had if I had what you were talking about, I would have cried right there. And that's something that honestly, I'm like, did we help you through that? Because what she said there, correct? Yes. That she's able to feel like soft. Yes. And like. I don't want to be hard anymore. <laughs> I can't say that without laughing. I know. But like, I've been hard I'm, for so long. I'm so tired I'm of being rock hard. rock hard. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't mean to laugh at that because truly the message underneath it is so real. And I'm, I'm feeling that way. That's why I'm like, how did I help you? And how can I do that for myself? Yeah. Because I just told Corey, I was, you know, being, first of all, he's like, You've been drinking beer. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> okay, so, dad. I was like, how do you know? And he's like, because you're being emotional. Because I was. Uh-huh. And I'm like, yeah. And that's a problem, actually. The fact that I feel like I can't find my emotions sober mm. is a problem that I'm realizing I have. Where, like, it's almost, I think my body is in, like, fucking uh, yeah defense mode too much that i have to like knock down those walls with yep. something to be like hey i need to let this out sometimes right we can't have these walls up all the time it's not healthy but my body and we can't and, like, can't fucking we can't go to the grammy museum every day and sit and watch a compilation hey. <laughs> of grammy performances to cry to i got this at the grammy museum okay this shirt <laughs> is my Aaliyah shirt first of all we did do that when we were in la it was one of the things on our little adventures mm-hmm. we like stopped into um we started seeing like the grammys on the walkway uh-huh and we're like what the fuck yes oh i'm feeling things yeah. and then they were like grammy museum and we're like well we have to go in there yeah we have time and if there is one thing that will get me emotional music will do it every mm-hmm. single music movies books every single time yep. i can release emotion through there why i can't with normal human life <laughs> i don't know yeah but mu- if you would have put that I told this actually to Rachel during our um when me and Corey were reading our vows. I was mm-hmm. like, put some music on in the background. <laughs> oh, I just need like I no while we were doing it. Oh, I was oh, like, oh. can you just do a soft music in your phone pocket or something? Well, I set down a music. You did well, yeah. My phone that's what, yeah, with yeah. Music. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. But I needed like some kind of yeah. in the background because mm-hmm. otherwise I don't. I don't what know is why. awkward? Yeah, but I just don't know why I'm broken like that. I can't have normal emotions if it's just like quiet. (laughs) There needs to be a vibrato. (laughs) Yeah, I feel that. Okay. I feel that. It's almost like a distraction. Something's wrong with me. It's your brain is like, oh my gosh, look over here. And then the cry sneaks out. Yes. I'm like, ha, you didn't (laughs) see that bitch, but we got it. It's out. (laughs) <laughs> so anyways not so hard anymore are we <laughs> getting softer by the minute <laughs> so 
thank no. you so much. Yes, thank you. That was a beautiful. I also, um, I'm so sorry that I made a joke about you getting hit by a bus. I don't. I would never <laughs> want that. I just when the when you were getting emotional and then the truck went by, I was like, is this for real? And then you even mentioned you're yeah, like, thanks no, no. truck for ruining this <laughs> emotional, emotional moment. moment. And if anything. That, that truck is right on cue because it knew like, hey, this is the peak cry moment. We got to bring her back. Yeah, we got to get them back down. I also didn't mean to do a hitting motion when I did that. <laughs> Stay safe out there, San Diego. All right. What? You see her's got the next one. I just need you to know that mine are all really fucking sad. So just so you're aware. Oh, wait. Is this Why are the- you guys all so sad? Wait a minute. This, this is a, a party. Hold on. I might be wrong. <laughs> It's my party and I'll cry if I wanna. Just kidding. I think I lost the one that I was thinking of. So Okay, but here's this one. Hi ladies. I don't know if I'm allowed to tell you the name, so I won't yet. Okay. Happy anniversary. I promise I won't gas you up too hard, but you were saying how we all get to connect with you, but you don't have the same opportunity to connect with us. So I wanted to tell you a little bit about my connection to the podcast. I found you in the summer of 2021, right before I was about to start law school, and now I'm in my final year of school and about to become a whole-ass lawyer. Lawyer! Congratulations! I don't know who is responsible for that because I certainly don't remember becoming qualified to be a whole-ass lawyer, (laughs) but I want you to know that I would not still be here working towards this if it wasn't for you both. Being able to sit down with you two every Tuesday and every other Friday is truly what gets me through some weeks, and you may Make me almost pee myself laughing while also somehow schooling me on something I wouldn't have learned about otherwise. I appreciate you both more than you will ever know. And if you go on tour again, please come to Boston. The car rental guy at the Boston airport that was addicted to Jerry for getting in the car she was told to get into can suck eggs. I promise we're not all that mean. <laughs> so they're going to be like, that's my dad. <laughs> Listen, in my mind, you know how I I gave my Sierra impression of when she says, Corey! That's true. I I also heard Sierra again in my head (laughs) when you said that as someone who's going to be a whole ass lawyer, Mm -hmm. that we school you and stuff sometimes. I heard Sierra go, What? 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 (laughs) I taught you something. I do. I'm a big stupid fucking idiot. I am, and but oh, that was lawyer. I mean, that was serious. No, but, but I like, am. <laughs> I don't think I don't that of her. She said it. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Really Congratulations. Good, right? yeah. That's amazing. Love that. We got another one. Mm-hmm. Can we pause for mm-hmm. a second? I am gonna pissy my panties. <laughs> yeah. Hi, ladies. My name is Michaela. She, her. I'm 26, and I live in Wisconsin. It is a real state. I swear. <laughs> is Wisconsin yeah, the course, one? I thought it was Nebraska. We, we do. Mansion in Wisconsin. Wisconsin, yeah. I I think that Nebraska is the one that doesn't yeah. exist, right? Yeah. Except someone lives there that we just talked about. Do they? I can't say it on here. But maybe our manager, Maggie, has a oh, connection. Oh, yes. <laughs> you are right. Mm-hmm. Which... Hi, Mommy Maggie. Hi, Maggie. <laughs> Love you so much. While we were in LA, we got to meet our Mommy Maggie. <laughs> <laughs> we did. And I and put my hair in today and Sierra goes, you look so much like Mommy Maggie. <laughs> oh, my God. When I was like the oddball out in a sea of redheads, it was beautiful. Uh, we're taking over. It was a beautiful moment. She was amazing. She's the best and thing I I've said, ever wanted in our life. <laughs> I don't know if I brought this up with Two Girls, One Ghost. Like, 
like that I said this to them, but it was very important to me to know what their height was. Mm-hmm. Um, I also did that with Erica. They're small little babies. <laughs> did you know that I did that with Erica from the so judges? I. I was like, I need to know how tall you are. How tall was she? Because she had heels on. I was not I think she's 5'8". Okay, I think she's 5'8". I, I know she was taller than me, but I also wasn't wearing shoes, and I know she was yes. at my wedding. I'm so. pretty sure she's 5'8", which means that she's in charge. Hell yeah. If if we're in a group together. <laughs> and then Maggie's 5'10", and so Maggie's in charge. Of us all the time. Of us she's all the time. Mother. Otherwise. She is our mother. Otherwise, I'm in charge. Yeah. So Me and Corinne and Sabrina, we, can't, never be be tra- we can't be trusted because we're just, we're all like 5'3". <laughs> Yeah. We're all so small. <laughs> yeah. Okay, anyway. I'm writing this email on Comic Sans in hopes that it'll catch your attention. Oh, I, I wish, almost read that one. I wish that it came up as Comic Sans on my phone. Because yeah. it it just, I won't actually, it is Comic Sans. And wow, is my attention caught? Hey, my attention was caught because I almost read it. And then I saw what email it was to. And I was like, this is not for you, I'm Sierra. not supposed to read I'm that. Supposed to. <laughs> I found your podcast in early 2021 on TikTok. I'm not a big podcast person. So admittedly, I didn't listen right away. But your videos appeared on my For You page a few more times. And they always made me laugh. So when I was standing in line for my COVID vaccine, my anxiety running rampant, I wanted to listen to something that would make me laugh. And I thought of your <laughs> podcast. The problem is I also have ADHD that I'm currently in the process of being diagnosed with join the club <laughs> so i simply did not remember your podcast name fair enough i typed in tiktok two girls one couch podcast <laughs> and i shit you not yours came off immediately shut up <laughs> and i've been listening ever since <laughs> that's that. amazing that's actually really good news that's Aww. good to know <laughs> that we're known is. as the two girls one couch yeah look at that branding oh <laughs> uh, i just pat her like a horse <laughs> this fucking baby fucking good girl <laughs> she is a good girl oh uh, i'm a proud goose pimp and your podcast get me through my toughest days Woohoo! <laughs> Not about your tough days, but just but the, your goose the getting goose getting through. Goose, goose, goose. <laughs> and the getting through. <laughs> the goosing and the getting through. Uh, getting through and the goosing. Yeah. I like that. I do too. I can't express how much you and your podcast have done for me, but I'm going to do my best. I've struggled with anxiety and depression for most of my life, but for a long time, I didn't know that that's what it was. Mm. When I started watching your podcast and heard you talk about going to the doctor, starting therapy and going on medication, it helped me more than I can say. Mm. A year ago, I finally made an appointment with my doctor to talk about medication. I'm now on Zoloft. Zoloft crew. Yeah. (laughs) Never been there, but... (laughs) And it's made a huge difference. Oh, yes, I have, but it was bad for me. (laughs) Yeah, that's not good for you. Um, This drug is bad for me. (laughs) That's true. Uh, And it's made a huge difference in my life. Then, a few months ago, I started therapy, hearing both of your experiences with it and how much it has helped you is what finally gave me the push I needed to reach out. Your open discussions helped me normalize the experience for myself, and my therapist has already helped me so much. Oh, yay. Love that. All of this to say, I wouldn't have taken these steps if it wasn't for you, or maybe one day I would have, but it would have taken me a much longer time to get there. Mm-hmm. I told my best friends about your podcast too, and they are both currently catching up on all your episodes, but they love it as much as I do. Thank you so much for everything that you do. You're both such lovely individuals inside and out, and the world is a better place just by having you in it. Ah. You make a bigger impact than you may ever know, and I just wanted to be one person to say thank you. <gasps> love, Michaela. That was really sweet. That was really sweet. Thank you. Sometimes Damn I get it. so caught up in the fact that this is a job I that I forget, like, there's that part. Impact you know what I mean? happening. Yes. Yeah. So thank you guys for taking the time to, like, share how 
This we plus touched you, <laughs> dude. I I now continue to touch you <laughs> consensually. If you Can want to touch you, there. This plus Creator Fest is really mm-hmm. giving me such a fucking impregnated fucking you. boost, dude. I swear to God, I'm ready to impregnate something. <laughs> I'm ready to give birth impregnation to an idea. <laughs> yeah, you are. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Four year anniversary. I'm sorry this will be long, and this also has trigger warnings for suicidal thoughts and behaviors. Okay, ready? Hey, ladies, just here to share how incredibly proud and grateful I am to you both. I first found you on TikTok during my first semester of college two years ago in fall of 2021. While I was in my depression hole of laying in bed and avoiding every assignment that needed to be done. Been there. (laughs) I was having an extremely hard transition as I moved two hours away from home and knew no one living in the city. This meant I needed to go out and be social to make connections, which turned out to be harder than I anticipated due to my anxiety being much more severe than I'd realized. I soon began to listen to episodes while I got ready to go to campus my two days a week. And on my commute, I lived with my aunt that I didn't entirely like slash get along with, but not having to pay for a dorm room seemed like it was worth it at the time. I slowly began to enjoy going to campus because I knew I got to listen to you both, and it made me feel like I had someone with me even when I didn't. I had gone home in December for that sweet month break of nothingness but work, and there I got my much-needed connection of people without having to truly try. I went back for my second semester hoping I could turn things around and continue to go to school, given that I was going for something I was truly interested in and wanted to do. Unfortunately, that was not the case. Every week I was hitting a new rock bottom and was finding no end in sight. Within my first three weeks, I had made an attempt because I felt no value within myself because everything was a challenge that I could not seem to complete and my best friend had for some reason cut me out completely and I truly had nobody to talk to. This continued until spring break. I returned to work because a week with my mom seemed like a terrible idea. (laughs) She's also a teacher. Yet again, I was able to make much-needed connections, and I had a heart-to-heart with my manager who was able to pull me out of my darkness and essentially call me on all my bullshit that I'd been telling him. My sweet, sweet Cole let me just talk and rant and vent and get everything out and just listened unless I asked for his help slash opinion. At the end, he was able to help me decide that Denver was not the place for me and that I needed more help than I was already getting. When I went back for the final eight weeks, I began doing schoolwork again and going to campus and again, listening to you both. It was one of your ads for Talkspace that I heard for the 10th time that I finally decided to check it out. Later that month, I started therapy. Although I only passed one class out of five, I made it out of there alive. And when I think of the good times, I always think of your theme song and me beginning to find comfort in your voices and the hope and stability that they gave me. I truly don't believe that I would have made it out of my first semester if it weren't for my long-distance big sisters that gave me exactly what I needed to hear every single day. I love you both more than you'll ever know. Forehead kisses, Lexi, she, her. (laughs) that good one. Sweet, sweet, sweet Lexi. You made Jerry a (laughs) They always do, but like... I'll go and cry about this at home later. Don't you well, freaking like, worry. Whenever I, the sentence that got me, mm-hmm. because I mean, 
every every story that we hear is like beautiful and meaningful and impactful but like the sentence that got me yeah. was i only passed one class mm-hmm. out of five but i made it out of there alive yes same. to know that you were like you know what yeah i failed the majority of those classes but this was a win still but this is a win mm-hmm. and i'm still here and guess what I don't care if you fail a million classes as yep. long as you're here. Yep. And like the fact that we got to be a part of the reason that you have the opportunity to fail so many more classes. Like, <laughs> oh that God, is, so thank you. Like, hey, I just want thank you, you for staying. Yes. Thank you for staying. And also the other day, my son, the, <laughs> he said to me, he was like, well, what did you go to college for mom? And I told him and he's like, well, like, but like, what what college did you go to? I told him he's like, so you have a like a bachelor's degree? No. Oh, do you have a like you have like a master's? No. Do you have a doctor's? I was like, not even an associate's. <laughs> he was, but how long were you going to college? And I was like, that's we don't have to talk about this right now. He's like, well, did you? I don't understand. And I was like, I didn't. I failed the first time. And he was like, what? <laughs> Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, and I think but it's okay. I was gonna look, say that. Look, well, that's what he was. It was almost like not a great moment, <laughs> but it was. But it was, he was yeah. like, Oh, I don't, I'm good then. <laughs> because look at you, you're successful and you failed. Well, and I was like, That is true. <laughs> but you also should try. <laughs> you should try. Well, I think it's important to know that, like, College was pushed on us really so hard. heavily. I said, I was like, if you don't, that's why sometimes I ask him so much. Like, what do you think you want to do? Because I don't want you to feel like college is your only option ever. Because it's not. And it's if anything, not. they sent a bunch of kids to college knowing damn well they weren't going to have any fucking jobs for them. And then we got couldn't out. fucking pay for it. Yeah. And they were like, this is going to be funny. It was <laughs> college is a racket. Generation get bankrupt. Yep. Pay me a bunch of fucking money for the rest of my life, and I'm gonna make four billion dollars off of my house that I bought for four <laughs> potatoes. <laughs> you sons of bitches. Yeah. Anyway, thank you. Thank um, you so much. That thank you for your story, and thank you for saying it. Thank, like, I did think of you in that moment where it was mm-hmm. like, you know what? Yeah. So, so fucking sue me. I failed out of college, but look at me now. And when I think of that moment where I was standing there, where I thought those people were like, uh, whatever. Mm-hmm. laughing at us in that moment okay because it happens so without even trying to acknowledge it i'm like they know that i'm a failure they know i'm stupid Aww. they know i'm ugly obviously <laughs> <laughs> so many obviously it's on the screen <laughs> i think it's the it's so big <laughs> and, the, and all of those things and then i was like you know what bitch you are fucking successful mm-hmm. and if there's any bitch you are funny i you know are. you're funny and you're I love you, mom. bitch. <laughs> I never gonna stop loving you. Bitch. And yeah, who the fuck is that chick? And who yeah. who are those people? They mean nothing. And guess what? You're a survivor. I'm a survivor. I'm not. That's gonna what Beyonce give up. told me, and that's what I always remember. I'm myself. not gonna pass any of these classes. I thought you were gonna say I'm not gonna pass go. <laughs> not gonna get two hundred dollars. <laughs> I'm gonna go straight to jail. <laughs> rough out here. Wait a minute. I need to tell you this. Speaking of that, sorry. Speaking of jail. Speaking of it, not getting two hundred dollars because we <laughs> had a movie night the other night. My uh, yesterday yes. actually, I had a fucking horrible migraine. We were supposed to record yesterday. I could not 
get out of bed. It was so bad. And then it finally started to go around way around like six. And my children wanted to watch my children, one of them. Noah <laughs> wanted to watch um, The Nightmare Before Christmas. Yes. He fucking loves that movie. And Sawyer's like at the age where she's actually giving a shit about movies. Mm-hmm. So I was like, this might be fun. And my mom was like, can I come over? I'll make popcorn. We can have Aww. a. And so she brought my sister over. We were all there, right? Okay. You should have fucking invited me. My kids fucking love Jackson Skellington. Uh, well, I, it all happened very quickly. And I didn't realize that Shh. they were all coming. <laughs> and all of a sudden, everyone was there. That's fine. And I was like, ah. So, but next time. We found out that my basement is a great place to have movie nights. Of course it is. It's so nice. So while it's happening... My baby's playing on the floor while we're all watching the movie. And I think that she was saying pole because she knows certain Christmas words. Um, so I think she meant North Pole. But she was looking at my sister and she just kept going, poor. <laughs> poor. I was like, I think she's saying pole. And my sister goes, well, she's really hurting my feelings. <laughs> and then I started singing, there's some pores in this house. <laughs> Really oh, that is good. So, that is good. Was, I do think she was trying to say pole. And she was trying to get my sister to acknowledge that she knew what a pole was, but she just kept staring at She's like, yeah, I know what a pole going, is. Pole. Sawyer. Pole. <laughs> she was like, why is she calling me pole? <laughs> Your daughter's fucking rude. She's bullying me. <laughs> um, Question. Is your last one from a Samuel? No, I don't believe so. Okay. All right. This is my... Last one. Okay. Sierra's got one more as well. If we didn't get to all of them, I'm so sorry. Just know that we do read them um, and, and we play to like listen to more because I know that like they've been coming in. As you guys I had already had them. Yeah, yeah. And you guys don't necessarily know when we record. So just understand like we do read them. We They mean so much to us. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Um, yeah. Cause literally as we were sitting here, I saw some come in mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, shit. yeah. Um, so this one also has a trigger warning for suicidal thoughts addiction and abuse hi ladies sometimes i read those and i was like wow what that is shocking to me that all of them have this in common and then i'm like oh yeah because us because <laughs> that was what we did yeah <laughs> fucking duh yeah anyway i was like we have so much in common with these people <laughs> i wonder why i know i don't understand uh Hey ladies, my name is Sam. Pronouns are he, him. I'm sorry for any spelling or poor grammar. It's never been a strong suit for me. I started listening to you around two years ago, fairly shortly after getting out of a pretty abusive situation. In these last two years, I have laughed with you, cried with you, learned with you. I'm a trans guy, so hearing you talk about all the different subjects of minority groups has truly not only made me feel safe, knowing you care, but also have given me... The ability to learn new things like the episode about sundown towns on a more personal level during my time of being a part of the podcast community. I have had a complete. I have had to completely start my life over from moving back home and losing almost all of my physical items to looking back at all of my trauma and finding a new understanding of my own mental health. Had a rough relationship with both my mom and my dad my whole life. And between you talking about your life as parents and my own therapy, I've actually gotten closer with both of them. Oh. Definitely have a, w- oh my God, I can't fucking say certain words because there's You're so n- much like congestion in my nose. Yeah. Definitely have a ways to go still. I have also been able to get an ADHD diagnosis and learn that I'm actually autistic when I've been tossed around mm. by therapists and hospitals between bipolar or borderline. I'm so fucking happy that you didn't give up on trying to find an accurate diagnosis and that people took you seriously in doing that because it is going to 
it's almost like something clicks into place and it is going to help you so fucking much. Yep. Even though I've had massive skill regression during this period and can no longer hold a job, which I could barely do in the first place, I've truly never been able to work through my trauma like this before. I used to be suicidal almost every day from the age of eight to 21 and used video games as a way to make it through every day, which is sadly not talked about enough as a true addiction. Mm -hmm. This has only been the last two years of my life, which truly doesn't even begin to cover things. Yet during my time of listening and watching your podcast, I can say that I plan to stay up to date with the ladies and tangents and plan to to whenever you guys stop the podcast. Love you guys, and I hope this wasn't too all over the place as my ADHD med has worn off already. <laughs> and here's a picture of my pup Gizmo, who's oh. always with me when I watch the YouTube videos. Yes. Oh. oh, what a sweetie. Thank you for sending in your story, Sam. Yeah, that was really good. That was the one that I, I knew that I had read over it, um, <clears throat> but I didn't like... So I thought that I started, but I must have been on the other email. You did start, email. It, but it was on the other email, yeah. yeah. God. That's yeah, such a I'm, good one. I mean, it's not good, but it's just like I resonate so, so hard with it. And I think a lot of these, when I'm reading them, it is like what you said, where I'm like, wow, I feel like we're living the same life. How crazy. But it's like, of course. That, <laughs> well, that was the be, whole point. Yeah. The people that but, would probably. Yeah. Not only do I feel less alone, but also like mm -hmm. sometimes people will say something in like, in a way, and maybe that's again the podcast but like yes in a way they'll where say you're it like, in a way where i'm like oh my god i never I even thought been, about that or like i've been it's almost like where you you feel like you got a burp yes but it's not there but it's coming up but you're like where is it and then that person <laughs> says it you're like yes, that's it that's, there there's it my is. burp there's and my then you burp. belch so loud no <laughs> but when you feels like relief when you said that ever since you've gotten your diagnosis you've had a skill regression mm -hmm. like I now want to look into that because in my personal life, I know that there are people who are receiving diagnosis and they are trying to process what they're going through. And I never even considered that they would have some kind of a regression. And so hearing you explain that that's what you're going through now makes me kind of want to learn more to, um, I don't know, help better uh, interact with people in my own life. And right. then, I mean, if it gets to a point where there is like enough to talk about, we even could talk about something like that because the way I see it is if it's something that I didn't know, there's no way that I'm the only person in the world who didn't know. Well, so, yeah, I think that's another big part of the podcast. Yeah. Like, a lot of people, I'm like, why are we talking about this thing? Everybody knows about this. And then it turns out that they don't. That's yep. with the Starbucks thing. It's like, you might think because it's, something that you come across frequently that of course the whole world knows but you would be i think shocked yeah yeah you'd be shocked at how different um you know just people what they have access to and what they are intaking on the daily all yep. of our everything that we come in contact with it's very strange because i think a lot of us get so much from our phones and social media instead of like a one news source like it used to be. It's not unified. It's so customized. Oh my God, that, yeah. it's so customized. And it's so, <coughs> again, based on algorithms and based Which on- Which again makes sense as to how we all connected together because right? the algorithm algorithm. It did. But that's, it's it's just mind blowing to me sometimes that like we'll have, 
sometimes I'll be watching Corey scroll on his phone and I'm like, what the fuck is on your phone? It's just like so different yeah. than what I see. Or I'll try to explain something to him. And he's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. And I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> it is everywhere. And he's like, I haven't heard a single thing about that. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Anywho. This one is very heavy. I just want everyone to know Well, then that. I have one light one to end. Okay. This, um, what the podcast has meant to me is what it's titled. Hello, ladies. I promise I won't gush all over you and tell you how awesome you are, even though you are. But after listening to the most recent episode, I wanted to write in and tell you both just how much this podcast has meant to me. So here's a little background on me. You guys can call me Denise if you share this. She, her. I'm 34 years old, a single mom to two awesome boys, and I work in the communication world as a marketer, content creator, and writer. I love all things creative, art, television, music. I love being around people, hearing their stories, reading and traveling, and I promise this will all be relevant in a minute. After my divorce from my children's father, I embarked on the journey of being a single mother. Determined to never get married or settle down again. Color me surprised. Sorry. <laughs> Is that the train? <laughs> anyway. Determined to never get married or settle down again. Color me surprised when in early 2018, I met the most incredible man. Let's call him Joe. After a lot of back and forth, a.k.a. friends with benefits, due to our mutual fear of commitment and getting hurt, we finally decided to take the plunge and build a life together. Joe was a cowboy, a jack of all trades. He willingly came into my life and took on the father role and was my support system. He was open-minded and loved everyone. He was the life of the party and my absolute soulmate. In May of 2021, he asked me to marry him. We weren't into traditional things, so his version of a proposal was asking me if I wanted to go to the courthouse in the morning and make this thing official. (laughs) Sounds like a cowboy. Yeah. I accepted, but I insisted that we wait a few months before heading to the courthouse. Four weeks after he proposed, Joe passed away in a vehicle accident coming home from work. The grief I felt sent me into a state... I know... The grief I felt sent me into a state of shock and total disbelief. The suddenness of the accident added another level of trauma for myself and my kids. The deep sadness and anger I felt left me disconnected from everyone and everything that I loved. Once the person who loved to put my headphones in and listen to music all day or spend my weekends watching movies and reality reality TV, I couldn't find any joy or meaning in it at all. I stopped watching TV. I stopped listening to music. I stopped eating. I stopped sleeping. I stopped speaking. I couldn't even bring myself to walk into the grocery store or hear the sound of other people laughing. I couldn't understand how people still lived in a world without Joe in it. I know this fucking. (laughs) Joe's passing sent off an atomic bomb in my life, and I had no idea how to move forward in this new life when all I wanted to do was go back to the before. However, the one thing I could do was take a break from my grief for one hour on Tuesdays to listen to this podcast. I know it was a small thing, but for that short period of time, I could step away from the chaos that was now my life and focus on something else. Slowly but surely, through therapy, journaling, writing, communicating with other women who had lost their partners, I finally found, I finally found my way through it all. I'm now happy to say 
while you never move on or get over the loss, that two and a half years later, I found a way to peacefully live with and accept my life today. While Joe may not be here in the physical sense, my boys and I acknowledge that he is still around us and as much a part of our lives as he was before. While I won't go in, sorry, while I won't go as far to say that this podcast, quote, cured me of my grief, it did provide a small step in the right direction. Whether it was listening to a hoe story or a ghost story and learning something through Jerry and Sierra's stories, I learned to let myself off the hook and be present where I was, even if that place was really shitty and really sad. So I won't gush or tell you guys how awesome you are, but I would like to give you a bit of encouragement to keep doing what you're doing. Because you never know what it might mean to someone else, especially your listeners. Congratulations on all of your success so far. It is well-deserved, and I wish you both continued success in the future. Love you guys. I'm out. Then they added a bit more. I'm so sorry. I'm going to hurt you more. more. I'm so sorry. They said if you decided to read this on the podcast, please keep in mind that what's below includes mine and his real identity, so I won't say the names. However, I do want to include this because it says, um, I've attached our favorite photo of us together, and I've included a link to this, his wild-ass funeral that we had for him. It was the cowboy shit he would have loved. He wasn't religious, so we didn't include any religion in it at all, but we read his 10 rules for life, which I've listed below, and opened up the mic for his family and friends to share stories about him, and there were some wild ones. He was truly one of a kind. Thank you guys again for all you do. So I'm going to end this with Joe's rules for life. That I'm going to end with. Okay. One, live your life like your mother will find out everything you do. <laughs> Two, always be aware of your surroundings. Three, kiss your mom every chance you get. Four, always stand to shake hands and always take your hat off to a lady. Five, go out dressed like you're going to meet the love of your life. Six, when entrusted with a secret, keep it. Seven, return a borrowed car with a full tank of gas. Eight, always be a man of your word. Nine, never be afraid to ask out the best looking girl in the room. Ten. Give, pre- give credit, take blame. And my other personal favorites. Never miss an opportunity to wear a sports coat. <laughs> Always carry a jacket in your truck. Let the steak rest for five minutes. <laughs> a sane six is better than a crazy nine. <laughs> that feels real to me. That feels personal. It did. What if I'm a crazy six? <laughs> When dancing with a woman, act like she's the only person in the room. Don't fill up on bread and chips. (laughs) Joe, I won't follow that rule. I won't. (laughs) Never turn down a breath mint. Eat lunch with the new kid. And self-awareness is the strength of an intelligent man. I am trying really hard not to sob right now. When I tell you that I fucking bawled reading that last night, like I took a moment and then I had to like, Corey came upstairs and I was like, can you just come sit beside me for a minute? Because I just need you. It is. To be beside me. I feel really weird that I'm going to end this with this, uh, like the six degrees of Kevin Bacon that's connected <laughs> to ladies and tangents because yes. someone did that work. 
But I'm thinking about like the degrees to Joe. Yeah. To ladies and tangents. You yeah. know what I mean? And mm-hmm. like to know that Joe is gone and he's been gone, but like somebody is going to laugh mm-hmm. and somebody is going to cry and mm-hmm. somebody is going to clutch their heart and they're going to feel something. And in that way, he's alive. Yes. Like he's alive. Yes through that emotion and like what a beautiful gift of him in the world still yeah knowing that you know she said like i don't understand how people still go on in the world without him like we're we don't have to mm-hmm. go on without him you just gave so many opportunities to go on with him yeah like <laughs> Well, I will say, let me bring it even shit. I'm sorry. Like, like I can't. It. I always doubt us Mm. and the importance of what we do and like if it matters or if it's stupid or if it's just trivial and like. But knowing that we were a part of your healing or at mm. least your your just an escape even yes. if you needed it i will say and that's why i was saying i was i might get sad again so I'm, i apologize just keep feeling heavy feelings for a second yeah. everyone will be we'll be silly we'll in be a to minute. kevin bacon so shortly <laughs> um much like our flight that had to have an emergency upturn girl, anyway the fact that we didn't even talk about our i know flight. we'll Go talk ahead. about that later okay but what i was gonna say was sadly but good. When we talked about in the beginning making the podcast, I remember feeling like the reason I was so invested in that idea was because I was listening to podcasts for a reason to get up and get out of bed. Yeah. It was like a treat that I gave myself. If you get up and get out of bed, you can listen to this and have fun because this is a thing that you're interested in and it'll make you laugh and you'll learn something and it'll be great. And I hadn't had something like that in a really long time. So like it was such weird motivation that I couldn't tell people that like I was getting really attached to these people because I'm like you don't understand they're the reason I get out of bed in the morning and they're like you have a child and I'm like don't worry about that (laughs) don't even feel bad that I didn't say him sometimes he cries and that doesn't make me want to get out of bed (laughs) yeah sometimes I realize I'm his whole person that has to take care of him right these people don't need anything from me. They're just there to be with me while I do all those things. And that is like what I need. And I remember thinking when we started the podcast, what you just said kind of about that situation with Joe was like, if this doesn't end well for me, oh, that's going to make me sad. <laughs> like at least I'll have my kids will have this or like I'll live on in some way. I would way. kill you if you. Ever I would that. fucking kill myself. <laughs> I will kill you if you kill yourself. I swear to God. Same. Oh. And I want everyone out there to know that I will do it to <laughs> all of you as well. <laughs> you remember when we said need. we would bully your mental illnesses? I fucking will. I literally will. So. Oh fuck. Give us Kevin Bacon. <laughs> or way, give me death. <laughs> I want you to know that I the way that I found out that they they the, they wasn't a writer strike anymore that uh-huh. they were done striking was because Kevin Bacon posted a TikTok of him dancing to Footloose. Oh, I know, isn't it was actually really beautiful. That is really beautiful. I cried, oh. and that's how I was like, "Hey, I can't cry over 
like thinking about my past and what happened that was super traumatic to me. I'm crying at Kevin Bacon in a bar and dancing in Footloose. What the fuck? He's You're allowed to dance again. <laughs> Let him dance. It's happening to me. Oh, God damn. Fuck. God damn fuck is right. That's what we should have named this bitch. God damn fuck. I had another podcast idea. What? I can't tell it on here. I'll Do it. So I'll tell you after. Yeah, get to know. Uh, all right. So th- we're going to end our anniversary with the six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Does anyone <laughs> cry on their anniversaries as much as we do or what? Truly. Um, okay. Ladies and tangents and the six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Yes. If you guys don't know what this is. Yeah, so this... You're 14. <laughs> Look it up. No. no. But the six degrees... So there's a thing that's like... There's a You theory. haven't made it in Hollywood until you can get like... Right? I thought it wasn't even just in Hollywood. No, I th- I thought to be like a Hollywood thing. No, I thought it was just anyone. I thought no! anybody can be like six degrees to Kevin Bacon. Like there's some kind of weird jump where... Everyone in some way is connected to Kevin Bacon. Like, he is the alpha, the omega, the center. Okay. Okay. Well, I had only heard it that, like, you were bit, you you knew you'd made it in some way in the industry if you could connect. I thought anyone could connect to Kevin Bacon. Either way, I'm. Because before, my (laughs) uncle, here's one that you guys don't know. My uncle, which I've talked about before, is in the entertainment industry on the production side. My uncle had like a private concert done for him. I think it was Soundcheck, but he calls it a private concert (laughs) from Shania Twain. Yeah. And so from me to my uncle to Shania Twain, I don't know where we go from there, but I feel like Shania Twain can have a quick jump to Kevin Bacon. You know what (laughs) I mean? Gotta be there somewhere. I feel like it's just a hop, skip, and a jump. six degrees? Well, at that point, it's three. So from Shania to someone to Kevin, probably. Maybe. Okay, let's go. All right. I've never done a six. This is from Kaylee. Kaylee, I don't know if I'm allowed to say that it's from you, but I'm not going to say any other words. And we're millennials. There's a thousand Kayleys, okay? <laughs> I'm not even going to say how it's At spelled. At this point, it could be anybody. It could be anyone. <laughs> I graduated I, with six Kayleys. I did. Oh, hey, E-Y-I-E-L-I. Who knows? E-E. Or, or, I've never done a Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon before, and I thought I would give you the honors as I attempted the puzzle. Ladies and Tangents hosted Hank Green. Hank Green has been a guest on the My Brother, My Brother, and Me with the McElroy Brothers. I didn't know that. The McElroy Brothers are good friends with and have done promo with Lin-Manuel Miranda. (gasps) The fact that we're even that many degrees to Lin- I know. Lin-Manuel Miranda was on a Brooklyn Nine-Nine episode with Andy Samberg. Okay, I love that. Andy was in Popstar, Never Stop, Never Stopping, in which Emma Stone made an uncredited appearance. Mm. Emma Stone was in Crazy Stupid Love with With Kevin Kevin Bacon. Bacon. (laughs) Yes! So there we are. We did it. Fun! We did it. You know, that's what my daughter says now. Anytime we do anything, she comes out of her room. She goes, we did it. <laughs> well, my son says, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You got it. And then the other one says, Santa isn't real. <laughs> so sorry. I told you that wasn't going to happen again. Anyway, um, thank you guys for four amazing years. And yeah. to, to so, so many more. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for everything. You've changed our lives. As much as you guys tell us that we have made an impact in yours, you have completely changed ours. 100%. And we are eternally grateful. Mm-hmm. I, all I can hear are the Toy Story aliens. You saved our lives. We are eternally <laughs> grateful. <laughs> I think mean, that's perfect. <laughs> <laughs>
That was such a good impression. I feel Honestly, like. that was fucking fire. <laughs> oh, okay. Anyway, we love you so much. And we'll see you next week. All right. We're out. Goodbye. <laughs> uh. <laughs>